Hi, welcome back to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered. We are your hosts, Kiara and Yesenia. And in this space, we're getting unfiltered about life, womanhood, parenthood, and all the other shit in between. So please stay tuned and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at lifeslemonade.unfiltered. Enjoy. Welcome, Lemon Drops, to another episode of Life's Lemonade Unfiltered. It's Yesenia and Kiara. And we're going to talk about the the idea. So it's it's been something that's come up a couple of times that I've heard it and it's always struck me, but I've really been ruminating on it for like two weeks with a page specifically designed to like just have like word diarrhea on my page. Yeah. And I haven't done it, but maybe this would be a perfect place to kind of get the thoughts out about the idea that a creative adult is the child that survived. And like what comes up when you hear that like yeah I think that oh well first I feel like there's a lot of um things as I've gotten older that I'm like I wish my parents would have Mm -hmm. saw my love for that and pushed me Mm -hmm. more because where would you be but then I also think like there's so many like how does someone become an Olympic curler? Like, <laughs> That's not what I was expecting. <laughs> but seriously, yes. like, how do you find You're... out that you are so good at curling that you will one day go to the Olympics? Like, it seems impossible to explore every avenue with your child like as a mother it seems Mm -hmm. impossible to explore every avenue so how do you recognize certain traits in your child and push them in the right direction for them to be successful in certain things and not even like sports but like painting or singing or like um it's like ali she has an amazing voice but Mm -hmm. she's has stage fright like she's had stage fright since she was four years old. Like she mm-hmm. hates. So I'm always like, you need to join choir and she won't do it. So it's like, how do you balance talent mm-hmm. with personality, with emotion, with like, there's just so many variable variables to get someone to be this perfect creative. Yeah. I think not perfect, but you know, it has what I mean, to, to be to like, a... yeah, I think it has to be a mixture of acknowledgement of the importance of exposure to different things because not every parent knows about some things. Do you like, know I think what curling is, yeah, <laughs> I do know now, but I don't, I wouldn't, I didn't, when I first saw it, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> not, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I can, yeah, like, I'll, I'll blow on the puck. You what is didn't it even? Think we were gonna laugh in this episode? I did it. <laughs> no, I. You know what? I should know better. No, th- but, but like, seriously. I think I think it has to be a mixture of all that because as a mom, like, I can see specific act positive attributes that my kids could like really hone in in, mm-hmm. and I do push for that. Like, Alexia is not a natural athlete. She was getting really good at one thing and she just got burnt out. Yeah. Um, and never wanted to play a sport again, which really 
crushed me because I wanted her to experience what it was like to play sports in high school with the team. Yeah, but I feel like that's the other part of it is like you have these kids who started dance class when they were six years old Mm -hmm. and then or gymnastics. And then again, like they go to the Olympics. But how do you know that them doing that and being so good and continuing it that, yeah, they're they turn 12 and then they're burnt out? I think it's teaching them that as long as it's bringing them joy, that they should keep doing it. Yeah. Because I, I, right now I have a client whose granddaughter is playing uh, soccer at a college team and she's been offered a, a deal with a state. And she's kind of at the point where she's like, I think I'm done with soccer. And her parents are now open to the idea of going, she's saying it's not her thing. Like we have to honor her. Yeah. So I think it's, honoring your kids um desires like malaya loves karate like she's willing to do all the work like she had to prove to us that she wanted to do it bad enough that we were going to do it yeah yeah and she's kept it's so expensive and she's kept up her bargain and like she's willing to do the work the same thing with soccer one day she was like she wants she says she wants to be a vet Okay, she loves animals. You can see that. Till you realize how much school it well, is. That's what she says. And she, so she goes, is vet school expensive? And I said, yeah, you're going to be a doctor and schools are not very common here. Get into yeah. It. yeah. And so she goes, well, can I get a scholarship from soccer? And I said, yeah. And she goes, okay, well, that's what I'm going to do then. And the like the hearing that tone in her voice of like the assuredness that she had in herself Makes me think, fuck, she's going to do it. Yeah. Like, she's got that personality that if we just keep nudging her along the way, even when it's like, hey, reminding her of what her own words were, you know, reminding her of her power and her knowing in herself. Yeah. I think that's what they need. But I think even if she decides down the line or in a few years to change her mind, it's like nurturing the confidence in whatever decision mm-hmm. that she's making. That she so understands she changes her, decision, her mind yeah. and is like... Oh, like now with confidence, I'm going to, this is my plan. Then being like, okay, cool. It's fine to switch plans. Mm -hmm. As long as you are confident in what you're doing and you have to just work hard. Like, yeah, I I think there's nothing wrong with switching gears as long as there's another plan. Like you're not just going to give up, give up and like do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a difference between giving up because it feels hard. And and choosing something that's like mediocre because it doesn't sound as hard, mm-hmm. but it's not your passion mm-hmm. rather than switching passions. Yeah, following yeah. your passions for sure. But I I think about Will a lot in this because he has so he's very artistic and he has so many talents. And I think one of the things that I can see from the outside that he struggles with is like he wishes he would have pursued his art. But now he understands both sides of it. Like, I know why I was pointed in the direction of getting a degree and getting the job that was going to be steady. But I also can see that I, I need to go back to this um, art thing because that's what's really calling me. Yeah. And that's what so, makes him happy. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think at different times of our lives, we have to sit and think about like what the child in us wants. And- yeah. Because I think there are people who from a very young age don't have time to think about what yeah. their passion is and their mindset is I need to find something that is going to be stable mm-hmm. and then they spend majority of their life doing that stable thing and then when it's time to when they have a little free time or they have 
or retire it's like who am I without this thing Mm -hmm. so I think yeah yeah, that is important that your passions remain your passions throughout your life because if you put them aside then I mean beyond like if Will put a guitar down when he was 15 and then just now is like oh I really Mm -hmm. love to do that like it would take work to get back to I have thought about that because I used to take piano lessons and I loved it and I hear piano in everything and I always think like oh I would love to be able to play that melody or I would love to be able to sit and just like have that be my meditation for an hour you know just sit and zone out I I remember doing that and it felt so good and I think about that now I really it it calls me but I also haven't taken the step to dedicate the time and the longer you wait the harder it is to get back into yeah yeah so but nonetheless, it's still one of the things I have clients that are taking up art for the first time at yeah, 80. So but I think that we've talked about this too. Yeah. Like that's the bliss of like being retired is suddenly everyone's knitting and playing board games. And it's not because they're, it's a mindless activity and that's all to they do. can handle. It's because it's like, oh, there's joy in these simple things that yeah. I stopped doing mm-hmm. when I was like in the grind of my life. Mm-hmm. So there are day. it's been a very long time but rick and i used to like sit in bed at night and play yahtzee oh yeah <laughs> together it's so much fun and it just that. like literally play a 20 minute game together like yeah. it's just an easy way for us to spend time together not watching tv yes and doing something fun and yeah. simple that right? reminds like, me of the times we used to play smash ball that was our thing we i literally that. have a yahtzee game in my nightstand because we just would Aww. play yahtzee when we were going yeah. I yeah I don't love think I've Yahtzee. ever played that game. Oh my god, I love Yahtzee. Yeah, but um, I think I don't know. I think there's so many ways to think about it because as a mother and as a child, the child that I think of, there was so much nurturing that I needed and so much just like I wish my mom had pointed out the good things that she saw, you know, versus yeah. just and I think that's a big realization I have with my kids is not just pointing out the things that I see that they could work on, but also pointing out when they do well and when they and go a step sure above. They know. Because yeah. I think as parents and as moms, <clears throat> especially as moms to daughters and as dads to sons, it's so important to nurture, to give them confidence. Mm-hmm. Like as children, they can't be responsible for their own confidence, honestly. Right. Like as parents, that's our no, job, it's our job to, to nurture build their up. confidence. So. I just think like, yeah, yeah, there are just ways to do that for your kids. And if you're not, then that's a big, big thing that they're missing out on. It's a reflection. And like, I think about that because so when Will met my nephew, he was, gosh, I can never do the math on this. I think he might've been eight when he, when he met him. And Will back then said, I've never met a kid as confident as him. Like, (laughs) And if you met my nephew, like he is that way. Yeah. He just knows who he is like to his core. And that is an absolute reflection of how my sister and my brother-in-law have raised him to just always know and trust his heart. Yeah. Like that boy just, he has this internal um, guide that is so strong in him. And, you know, it's like, that's why my sister is like at the top of my list of people I respect because she's been, they've been able to 
figure out the balance for their kids individually. Yeah. And that's like conversations or little things that you say to your children. Like, I feel like I have a list of things in my head that, Mm -hmm. but if you, you think back on how many times you actually said those things or took the time to point it out, life gets so busy. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I've said that to them, but like you say it once or twice, do they really get it? Like you have to be repetitive and reassuring and pointing out what they're good at and giving them that confidence because like I'm guilty of it myself like the days go by so quickly that before I know it I'm like oh two months ago I meant to like tell you spend 10 minutes telling you how great you were at something and or some you know just saying something but it's the same thing that goes with like the sex talk or like um talking about having boundaries with mm-hmm. friends or relationships like one time isn't enough yeah that's not enough for them to stick conversation yeah i think about that too but <laughs> I, for- I forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> i think too the bit a big reflection is thinking about um what could have made a difference in your life as a child what you would have wanted to hear mm. what you didn't hear enough of what you heard too much of I feel yeah, like I mother like, from that place all the time of like oh I hated like <laughs> what when we would be dry like we'd be in the car my mom had a minivan and we'd be going somewhere and one either me or my sisters would like say something and my dad would always if we weren't talking loud enough from the the front of the car he would yell speak up I can't hear you mm-hmm. and that oh I hate when people mm-hmm. say that it just puts this feeling in me of like now I don't want to talk mm-hmm. I don't want to say anything like I feel like I'm put, being put on the spot I feel like I'm being and so yeah, whenever I hear people say that or like um I don't ever say it because it's like <laughs> trigger like trigger yeah. but like Rick will be like what'd you say I can't hear you like speak up and I'm like oh like don't say that to mm-hmm. them but to him he doesn't have that connotation with it and so anyway I just well, that think just, that it's a good the... thing to think of like I'm constantly when I'm I'm talking to the kids thinking of like how certain things made me feel like you think you're getting gonna get this reaction like talk louder I can't hear you but Mm-hmm. As a, ch- if you think back to how you felt as a child, it didn't make you want to talk louder. It made you want to curl up in shut a ball up, and shut, shut up. Down. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, the thing that came up for me was, I mean, and this is like we've had a whole therapy session with this with my therapist, but it's uh, like, what would you want to hear? And it's always, I'm proud of you, and I'm sorry. Those are my two that I always feel that are the loudest voices of what I wish would have been different in my childhood. So those are the things I'm constantly working on with my kids is being able to say, I'm proud of you and I'm sorry. And I have gotten very good at apologizing to them almost on the spot. Um, and every time I do it, I'm like, Oh, it's getting easier to, to be wrong. Right. And like, just thinking that where did I think I had to be right all the time? So, but then that also comes from, you know, a lack of security and, um, a loving environment. And that comes from so many different things, but it it just goes in line too. I remember the times that my siblings and I would be sitting around the table and we'd be cracking up for no reason, just looking at each other. And my dad used to get so mad, like literally like slam his hand on the table and like get us to shut up. 
And it was like how crazy he was just killing that moment for us. And then again, as children, we were being mischievous because once we knew it pissed him off, like we couldn't help but laugh. Yeah. And that was just something that we did together that I can always remember, you know, but playing with my siblings was always my, I think when I think back at my childhood, those were some of the best moments of my life. Yeah. And that just goes to show you the importance of play in our lives. You know, I think as adults, we really forget to play. I mean, we've talked about this before, but um, yeah, we just forget to be present and play like kids and look at things in wonder of how they work and why they do and why they smell. Like I watch Gigi so closely now. And I think about like, she's like stops to smell everything, touch everything, look at everything. It's like, she asks people questions, uncomfortable ones sometimes. And I'm like, (laughs) well, even (sighs) like just listening to her talk and like the way that she thinks, like the whole ladybug Mm -hmm. thing the other day when she's like telling me it's a centipede (laughs) and what its name is. And like, that was my favorite age with my kids was like three three years old when they were forming sentences and just making up their own world and living in it and pointing things out and saying things without a filter. And I swear, like Rick would be watching TV and I'd just like be sitting there listening to them talk. And I'm like, do you hear this? And he's like, no, I'm not just staring at our children. I'm like, the words coming out of their mouth are just so funny to me because it's almost they're like, so innocent. You know what and, it sounds like sometimes like when you're talking in your sleep and nothing makes sense, <laughs> but it makes sense in the moment. And like to to engage with them and keep it the conversation going, like it's just so much fun. To, yeah. That age is so much fun. Yeah. Just like let them live. You just have no cares. She for sure. She has no cares. Yeah. I think I've been <laughs> But yeah, maybe that was it. the wrong move because look at Aiden. <laughs> What, what's he wrong just he just talks so i think much. that's just his because trait I though i don't think you could have done anything talk so much i constantly <laughs> like engaged with his conversations because it was so cute and now you're like i wish you would just keep some of those thoughts to yourself yeah. we were at the farm the other day and i'm like mucking a stall and he's like wah, 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 in my ear <laughs> i finally turned around and put my hands on his cheeks and i was like please be quiet <laughs> and he was like he didn't be he quiet. Under, he no. didn't be quiet. He just kept talking. Like I didn't That's say anything. That's so funny. Yeah. So I don't know. I think uh, pondering that that idea, that question, has been. It's like led me to a lot of, a lot of places in my head, <laughs> my spirally brain. Yeah. Like where does it all go? Yeah. I don't know, and I think there's a lot of like we've talked about this in therapy where you can write down all the things that you can try to do better, but it's the hardest part is taking action. Uh, Applying it. Yeah. Yeah, Like I feel like I sit down with my journal in the morning and I'm like, I don't even know what I wrote a few days ago. And it was seemed important that day, but I don't even remember. You're not supposed to look back and you don't have to remember it. That's why you write it down. No, but I think there are some things that I write down like that. I want to do better or do more of, or have these certain conversations with the kids or, be just things that I want to do to improve myself but then if you don't I don't remember them and then I don't look back and then I'm not doing them and then I'm just but you this... do remember them because they live in you right so like when something happens and that reminds you of that thing you're like oh that's the thing that I need to be working on you're so conscious of it yeah you're sure. having the thoughts and you're processing it yeah and that's the thing too like when we think about all this inner work and all this stuff like just doing more things is going to make it that much more stressful. So just like being aware that you're already doing it and living it and embodying it 
I think is already going to change the way you behave and speak and like how you react. Yeah, that's you know? true. It's already there. Like the seeds planted. Now you're just watering every single time you're conscious yeah. of the thought. That is true. I still like even the other day she lied about something. Mm. I don't know, washing her hair. <laughs> and I was just like, tell me what your punishment is going to be. <laughs> like, I don't have time. I don't have so... the energy to do like you're not you're, like your lack of whatever's happening here and your ability to tell the truth or be honest you. is not going to affect my peace. Yeah. I'm just sitting here chopping my carrots for dinner. <laughs> you're not going to enrage me. Like right. my heart rate is not going to go up because you made a bad decision. Right. And um, Rick was sitting there too, and I could see him getting mad because she lied, which is a normal reaction because right. it is frustrating. But I think I have worked so hard in the last year to not let her disturb my peace mm -hmm. and not in a like, I'm not going to parent you figure right. it out. But like, but like you're picking and choosing you, your battles yeah, wisely. And it's like I think you lied. Important. You tell me what the punishment is and then yeah. and then do it like right. I'm not going to be disturbed by your even if you had come up with the same punishment. It's different that she has to think about it. for herself. Yeah. And I heard it. I think it was on a podcast, but I heard someone of course say it was. this <laughs> and it was like. You as the parent need to be the emotionally stable one. Mm -hmm. So oh, if gosh. she's upset or she's mad or she's lying or she's like did something wrong, you getting worked up and being mad and yelling right back, there's no emotional stability in that. So for for her to like make a mistake and for me to just be like, you made a mistake, you think of the punishment or this is your punishment, like... Mm -hmm ruminating your feelings about you're that. a part like, of I'm why not... we're here so you're going to be a part of what gets us out of here and i'm not going to get myself worked up and have all these emotions over something you did like my yeah. job as a parent is to be stable and to show you that there is a way through these things without throwing a fit or having a temper yeah. tantrum or mm -hmm. even not even doing something wrong but like if she's upset like having this catastrophic meltdown mm -hmm. it's like She's never going to learn to not even she's never going to learn to deal with that properly mm -hmm. if I'm also having a catastrophic meltdown. Like, it's she's true. Just not. And it's like, yeah. you don't have to hide those feelings, but there's a time and a place and a way. Mm -hmm. And like, I tell this to especially Allie all the time. It's like, don't come sit in front of me and scream and cry. Like, go have those feelings, but, like, I don't need to be involved. Go right. to your room and They're do it. Feelings. And then come back when you're ready to talk about it, and yeah. I will talk about it with you. But, like, I don't need to be involved in the It was, like, that time up. I put Gigi in timeout, and I told her to get out, and she kept herself in timeout for 10 yeah. more minutes. Like, I told you you could come out. Why are you still there? You're there because you're choosing to be there. If that's yeah. where you're choosing to be, I understand that. You can come yeah. out anytime. Yeah. So I think that's, like, <laughs> just an important thing is, like, not... You just, you just need to be the stable, the emotionally stable yeah, in, in your children's lives. And I, I so was that's not, how, I don't so is that how we always... become creative adults. And if you're not an, a creative adult now, like, what do you think is something that you could do to think more creatively or live life more that way? Like, what would that be for someone that doesn't even think about that in any way, shape or form? Like. Would it be like taking up a new hobby or what? Or I it... think probably leaning into what 
you loved when you were a kid. I don't Mm -hmm. think that goes away. What if you're you're... someone like me that has blocked up most of your childhood? (laughs) Shit. I don't know. I'm doomed. Um, But I think that there's children have such strong intuitions and there's a reason why you gravitated towards certain things when you were a child. I don't, I, I don't remember any of that. Like when Jen was talking about the astrology and picking up rocks, I don't remember one thing I loved that I just did for no reason. <laughs> oh my God. I, I don't like five things. You didn't read. Books? I did. I read a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But that was what, okay. what did you do on your spare time? Like what did what did you do? I played with Barbies because okay. one of my mom's coworkers had like this insane homemade Barbie clothes yeah. selection. I don't know what passion that brings you to in adulthood though, so right. I help you. <laughs> so I'm not a costume designer. Um, my dad <laughs> used to have a telescope and he would set it up on the deck and we would all just lay out there on the deck and we'd take turns looking at the moon that's That's what i thought of when she said that i was like oh we used to sit and look at the moon as like a family after that Um, i did that on my own but like i never had anyone but i would like curl oh my god i would curl up in my bed on like a saturday and spend seven hours just reading a book like a good oh yeah i I used to do i loved to read but other than that i can't read no i ran (laughs) that's yeah you played, i ran you and i track yeah. and played yeah. soccer no what did you i play? played one oh my gosh one basketball. season of soccer i played basketball and i See? ran track you know what we should do what? we should play pickleball i we loved it doing pickleball I used... like i think i was having this thought this morning that we need to get a pickleball set and then we'll... i want to play with Brene brown okay <laughs> If I'm going to play pickleball, I'm going to play with We all just get up early on a Saturday morning, go to the pickleball court, and the kids just play, and me and you and Will and Rick all play pickleball Let's do on it. Saturday mornings. Let's do it. I love it. Okay. Okay. Done. We're going to do that. <laughs> There's our new creative. Yeah. Uh, but I think, other... yeah, just trying new things. Yeah. I just want to, when so you think of trying new try. things, I think of food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I baked. I baked. Yeah. Did I tell you about that? What? Did I tell you about the time I took a cake decorating class and I was at Michael's? How old were you? (laughs) Stop. You were an adult. How old were you? I was like 11 and I was taking this class thinking it was for other kids and it was all house moms. (laughs) (laughs) But I think about that because I loved it. I, I think it was like six weeks long and every week it was on a weekend I had to bake my own cakes ahead of time and I had to make my own buttercream frosting ahead of time and I had to bring it with me because we learned different like frosting techniques and I learned how to make roses and like look at me. Um, I learned how to do all that. And it's great to bake. Yeah. You just need a KitchenAid. (laughs) It will. (laughs) Come on. Um, Yeah, but I did all that and I just think about how funny it must have been for (laughs) For all of them. The person teaching the class to realize that I was there coming and my mom would just drop me off and pick me up. Like, with your cakes and your. I don't think my mom even realized what I was doing. (laughs) It's so funny, but I remember I baked some cakes for people's anniversaries, like big cakes, like big, like three tier for like a hundred people. And I did like roses and it's so funny. I did that when I was a kid. That is really I did funny. that when I was a kid. 
Yeah, see? Like, it's coming back to you. Okay, those are the things I didn't block, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> those are the things that stand out, though. Other than yeah. that, I don't remember any little... Okay, well... Curiosity. We're going to start playing pickleball. I'm out of tea. We're going to play pickleball, and we are going to get more creative as adults, because okay. I think that's what makes us happier when we Yeah, Ooh, we should, like, in get batons and do, like ribbon twirling in the field sounds great are <laughs> mushrooms involved i'm in <laughs> oh seriously gosh. they could be like i they could be nighttime ones and we could be out there on the lawn i had one i got got one for christmas one year and i would go outside in our driveway in my roller skates and pretend i was in the olympics i love it i skate around that's amazing and people like we're gonna start looking outside out like what is happening <laughs> we already given our neighbors enough to talk about i'm sure with our hop, house hopping we sure um, do we, we could sure just add do. that to the to the list. list yeah yeah well thank you for having this conversation with me because it's been on my mind and i yeah. couldn't have gone all those different routes without you <laughs> okay. so yeah so we'll see you guys next week lemon drops be kind, stay curious, and live unfiltered. Amen to that. <laughs>